Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Always so thankful for you guys to come back and listen this week, actually this month, this year. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, four years into this now. It's pretty exciting. And so I thank you all for your text messages, your phone calls, your emails, because I know, you know, the guests that I bring on are making a difference for you. And I'm so excited. And thank you so much for all of that, all the communication, because it really helps also um, knowing that I'm bringing value also with my wonderful guest experts that come on the show because you know live radio can be a little um a little scary sometimes i love it but some you know some guests that's just how it is but you know what we start rolling you guys uh, always given such great value to to me and the guests as well so i thank you so much for that and as always i'm your go for it business strategist i'm also a well, now I'm a two-time best-selling author, and I also do work virtually, which I have been since 2005. Which, and I know I don't usually don't talk a lot a lot about the pandemic, but you know, in this time of pandemic, you know, we're all working virtually, so it really is a wonderful thing. Um, if you want to go to my website, joehosman.com, I have a free chapter there for you because I was a co-author in just a recent book called Success. Habits of Super Achievers. And gosh, that has a lot of personal development greats in it, like Darren Hardy, Brian Tracy, Zig, uh, Tom, Tom Ziegler, um, Zig Ziglar's son, Tom Ziegler, and just um, Phil Collin of Def Leppard. I mean, there's so many great people in there that I'm just totally blessed that I've been part of that book. And so if you'd like a free chapter or my chapter that I wrote for that book, you can go to my website, joehosman.com. As always, I'm the female Joe, so that's J-O, joehosman.com. And you can just go ahead and put in your name and email, and that free chapter is all yours. So I'm just blessed that, first of all, was asked to be able to be in that book But to be in that book of personal greats, because 20 years ago, I was just learning about more personal development and really what I wanted to become as I grew up. And, you know, those uh, Brian Tracy, Darren Hardy, uh, Les Brown, those type of people, you know, I always go, gosh, someday I'd like to meet them. And as with everything, you know, a lot of times if we can't make it in the front door, we go in the back door and make our way to the front. And so through the years, thankfully, because of Internet and social media, I've been able to meet some of them. But also now being a book with them, it's a blessing. It really, really, truly is a blessing. And so I've been very honored. And the same person that asked me to be in that book, Kyle Wilson, put together this inner circle. And the gentleman, my guest expert I have on today He's also part of Kyle Wilson's Inner Circle, and he was actually a founding member of the Inner Circle. I came along a few years later, but also that's how we met. And, you know, when you're in a, kind of like a mastermind group, right? So when you're in a mastermind group, you never know the dynamics of the people in that group until they start talking or you watch them on social media or because we have a Facebook group that we're in that Kyle started for us. And it's just ironic I don't know about ironic, serendipitous, that's what Kyle always says, how we all kind of come together. So Ron Jones is my wonderful guest expert today, and Ron is a veteran, 
And thank you for your service, Ron. He served in the United States Air Force and also the Tex- Texas Air National Guard from 1977 until 1984. And after serving his country, Ron started building a dental lab business that launched him into investing in real estate. Hmm. Now, where do you think the correlation is with that with me, with the real estate investing? <laughs> As a real estate investor, Ron was a president and CEO of a successful real estate investment company, real estate brokerage company, mortgage company, and construction company. And that was from 1982 to 1986. He accumulated a net worth of over $7 million. However, by 1987, at the age of 29, he experienced his first devastating blow and lost everything. Now, again, this is gonna, we're going to talk to you about a lot of this as well. And then um, in 1987, he went to college and received a degree in psychology, which is always good to know in this world, and worked with dual diagnosis clients and parolee and pro- probationers to learn how to adjust to normal society. Now, work, after working in the field of psychology from 1989 to 1998, Ron worked various positions until he found his true passion in the insurance industry. Outside of a short stint after losing everything in 1987, he got his first taste of how insurance was and is every entrepreneurial's dream opportunity. But the timing wasn't right for him until 2005 when he started his career full-time in the insurance industry. So then from 2005 to 2016, he dedicated his career to building others to their highest levels in the insurance industry. He won multiple awards of excellence for recruiting, training, and retaining some of the most successful insurance professionals in the industry. Now, in 2016, he did semi-retire, and he felt uh, led to start a company that empowers the insurance recruiters to recruit the right type of candidates into the industry, because really, you have to match that right candidate with the right company. But he's not only passionate about it, not only recruiting the right candidates, but providing the new candidate with all the tools necessary for their success. Ron is a proud dad and stepdad to five daughters, four son and four son and loves. That's kind of cool how you say that. And 13 grandchildren. When he's not working to build a successful recruiting and lead generation company, he loves spending time with his grandchildren. And he says, I am more excited and optimistic about building a business, successful business and being over the age of 60 than I was when I built my first million by the age of 25. So, Ron Jones, welcome to Go For It. Oh, well, hey, thank you, Joe, for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for the introduction. That was absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Well, I think it's so important, especially in this time of pandemic, because I see a lot of people shifting and pivoting to what they're going to do and kind of maybe get them thinking. And a lot of people might think they're might be too seasoned to start a new business. So, and I know I just read a bio about you, but, and that was wonderful, but how did you really start thinking about, you know, well, of course, as an insurance agent, you are an entrepreneur, so that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But through your life experiences, why or how did you start thinking about building a business after you semi-retired and how did you get to that point today? Yeah, you know, and, and I think it's just coming kind of just full circle. Um, you know, I was, when my mother had me, she was, she was a teenager. And so we kind of, we kind of grew up together. And, uh, so my grandmother played a big part in my life. And, and I, you know, from a very young age, I started really kind of fending for myself. And, you know, I felt like if I, if I wanted something or needed something, you know, I, I needed to go out there and, and make it happen. 
you know. So from about the time of six, you know, I was shining shoes, collecting Coke bottles, doing whatever it was I could do, uh, you know, to to sometimes <laughs> have lunch money. So uh, it, it really started then as far as a work ethic. I haven't really known anything else but hard work. And so I think it does have something to do with hard work. Um, and I'm grateful for that background because I think that's made me the entrepreneur that I am today. So uh, taking that and then bringing it forward to 2016, you know, I felt like that where I was, you know, even though uh, I, I was independent and uh, I could, you know, kind of had my own office and had my had a staff and uh, was had a growing uh, agency uh, uh, with the company that I was with, you know, I kind of felt like that um, I had kind of outgrown it. And when I say outgrown it, I, I mean in age, because the company that I was working with was really looking more towards um, promoting at the higher levels uh, millennials. And I was approaching 60, and so I thought, well, you know, uh, I've gone about as far as I can go here. I can continue to make money, but, you know, life is more than just about making money. And and so um, kind of took us a little bit of a... a a little bit of a short break, um, and you know, came home and and in the last four years of my working in the insurance industry, I actually commuted back and forth, and um, you know, I was a business development manager for the insurance company that I worked with, and then went back into the uh, 1099 role, which is what I do best, but. My wife had pretty much gotten used to me being not home during the week, and so it was kind of a, a shock to her system for me to to be at home all the time. And so, um, you know, and and sixty is not that old. You know, of course, when you're when you're when you're twenty, you think sixty's old, but uh, when when you're sixty, you know, you you think that somebody that's eighty or ninety is old. But so uh, I, I don't see myself as being old. Um, and, and, you know, I felt like that I wanted to do something and I wanted to give back. I've had a great career in the insurance industry and it's done very well for me. It, it provides for my family and it's kind of like the gift that just keeps on giving. And, um, and I'm grateful for it. I'm glad I found it in 2005 kind of wished I'd found it a little bit earlier, but, but I'm grateful for, for when I did. And so it gave me a little bit of freedom to kind of start to do the things that I really wanted to do. And so one of the things that, that I wanted to do was to start a business that was going to be able to give back, but also uh, be able to keep me energized and keep me excited. And, and, you know, as, as you, you said in my bio, um, you know, I am very passionate about what it is that I do and I love seeing people be successful. So I, 
when I when I started this company, you know, of course, it was just something that was in my head, and uh, I started talking to people. And you mentioned Kyle Wilson, and you talking you 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 talked about the inner circle, and I have a few close. I call them my favorite five in in the inner circle. And I was talking to them about this as far as a concept and an idea. And and it kind of grew from there. And, um, you know, and Jim Rohn talks about that. You know, when, when he was alive, he talked about how, you know, it really starts in, in your mind. And that's how this company really did get started. I started thinking about how I could implement some of the things that I had learned being a recruiter in the insurance industry. And then once I got into the business and this new business, uh, which is RO Virtual Recruiting and Leads, once I got into the business, one of the things that that I found real quick was that it, because because it's always been relatively easy for me to recruit people into the industry because I believe in it and I know that it can change people's lives. But one of the things that one of the the pitfalls that I saw that that I had really kind of had my blinders on because when I when I worked for one company, I wasn't exposed to the other elements of what goes on in the industry, like lead generation and, you know, and things like that. So, um, and that's where I saw that there was, there was a big hole because there's basically two types of lead generation companies. You know, you have your, your marketing companies, uh, but they're marketers and they're really good at what they do as far as marketing is concerned, but as far as lead generation, a lot of times they lack. And then there's the people that are in the lead generation business, but they haven't been in the insurance business. So they don't really know what an insurance agent's needs are. So that's where the, the, it went from, RO virtual recruiting to RO virtual recruiting and leads. And, and, and as you know, Joe, you know, basically about probably 80% of our business now is lead generation. And uh, the thing that I like best about that is that we, we, we only focus on insurance leads. You know, we don't sell roofing leads and we don't sell insurance. Uh, we don't sell real estate leads or you know, any other type all of leads that are out there. Mortgage. <laughs> yeah, all, all they do. Yeah, but, you know, part of success is, and, and, and I think you mentioned that earlier, what, but, but part of success is focusing, you know, and, and staying in your lane and doing what you know and what you know best. And so, and I, I think that's helped us. You know, because we've we've grown. Oh, I'm, my goodness, we've grown exponentially. You know, in a, in a very short period of time, and and I think the reason why that is is because uh, we're we're kind of the best kept secret out there. You know, as far as lead generation is concerned, because we really do focus on 
the insurance agent's needs. And so, yeah, so I think it, it's part of uh, just staying in your lane and doing what what you have passion for. And it doesn't really matter how old you are, uh, you know, because really age, you know, is is all relative, really. Yeah. Like you, yeah. yeah like you, like you said, you know, you you have a friend that passed away in her in her fifties, and mm-hmm. you know, so we don't know, and so we want to live live our lives, you know, to the very best that we possibly can, doing the things that are most passionate. That's right. And we have a, like two minutes until break. And um, I don't remember if I mentioned on here, but I just did a Facebook Live. I always do a Facebook Live before I announce the show. And so, yeah, I was talking about, you know, I've known so many people, unfortunately, that passed recently. And one was a 53-year-old. And so we just never know. So, I mean, if you have a dream or a goal, I mean, it doesn't matter your age. It, you know, as long as you've got that um need to do it, definitely get out there and do it. And so, Ron, I appreciate you talking about that just because of the fact that and niching, niching down, staying in your lane, niching down, all of that. So when we come back after break, we're going to talk more and more about that because I, I, I might have a little bit of a problem sometimes of staying in my lane. I like to like venture out, but, and I'll also full disclosure, I also work with Ron. So, and I am very excited to be able to help him in his virtual leads and recruiting business and um it's just been it's been a blast actually i really 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 enjoy it so and when we come back after break we're going to talk more about that and also about um staying in your lane really honing in on your business and so ladies and gentlemen if you do have questions for this live show you know you can always call in and ask a question uh that number is one 866 and we'll be right back after break Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit johosman.com. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at johosman.com. Listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to Joe at JoeHausman.com. That's J-O at JoeHausman.com. Now back to Go For It. 
Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my wonderful guest expert today, Ron Jones. And um, we're talking about starting a business, but also talking about it because there's so many people I've talked to that, you know, when I think of 60s, 60s, not early 60s, but I think of retirement. A lot of people do. I personally don't because I'll probably be working forever. But there's a lot of people that might start thinking about it. But, you know, really, with everything that goes on, I mean, so many people, maybe that's not what they want to do. They don't want to retire. They want to do something else. So that's why I'm really glad we're talking about this today. And, you know, about niching down your market, but also that life balance, too, of where you want to be in your life. And, um, and, but we never know. We never know what life circumstances are going to throw at us. So we're talking about, um, like, you know, staying in your lane and niching down, but also finding that life work-life balance. So, um, like talking about niching down, cause that's really what you did. You saw a need, you figured it out and you started the business. So when you did that, um, cause you knew the two types of leads, you know, marketers and then lead generation, but you realize also, cause you're so good at recruiting that the, rec- uh, when the agents came in, they needed good leads, right? Uh-huh. So that's really that's right. the demise of a lot of, because I used to have my life insurance license years ago. So I understand that. And then talk about how the, all that transitioned into the business it is today. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, when people get into the insurance business, and like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's a great business. And if you're the right type of person for it, which if you're entrepreneurial, and and you are you consider yourself to be a ten percenter, somebody that's, that, and, and the way I describe a ten percenter would be somebody that you know that is going to be successful in spite of anything that anybody mm-hmm. puts before you. You're not mm-hmm. going to give up. You're just going to stay with it, and that's what it takes in the insurance industry. Is you know, and that's the reason why so many people fell at the insurance business is because they just don't give it enough time and they don't get out there and they, they, they don't hustle and they, they take, take a couple of failures and then they think that, well, this isn't for me. And, you know, when you, when you, when you fall down, you get back up and you do it again and you, and you do it again and again and again. But one of the biggest problems that people, when they first come into the industry, in, into the insurance industry, is that once they run out of their warm leads, then, then they have nowhere else to go. And so that's where leads come in. And like I say, in the part of the industry that I was in, um, we, we didn't have leads. And so I, w- I was more into the business to business. Uh, I was with one of the large carriers, and I don't mind saying who it is. I mean, because they're the one that uh, pay my bills today uh, because of the hard work that I put in early on, which was Aflac. And uh, so we didn't deal with leads. And so that was new to me. And, and, and so it was quite a shock, but it was, it, it was something that I saw that was very necessary. And so bringing something to the market that I felt like that no one else had has really catapulted us into the success that we've had up to this point. Um, so I hope that answers that. That question. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was wonderful because of the fact that you saw a problem. And first of all, you didn't even, because you didn't really have to work with that before. But once you did, then you realize that that's a, that's a problem, like the 10 percenter. 
And then you took that and you solve that. And, and that's where entrepreneurship is born, right? You have a problem, right. you solve it, and that's how you start into it. But also, um, there's that work-life balance. Oh, that's like all the craze right now, work-life balance. And with so many yeah. people working from home now, and even insurance agents, because you know most everything, depending on the company that they're with, most everything can be docu-signed, you know, signed right online. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And so they're probably not going door to door as much. I think some are, because I've talked to some that are, but for the majority that I talk to, they like to do it all online. So that work-life balance now and working more online um, during this pandemic. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that's impacted business, but also how that impacts the agents trying to do that work-life balance? Yeah, I, I think for the the younger agents that are out there, it, it's them learning how to adjust to, you know, that they are working from home, and so they they've created an office within their home, and you know, in the next room might be, you know, one or two children that are on another laptop, you know, where they're doing Zoom Zoom classrooms, and you know, and then. Uh, You've got you know a group of people that that love each other and they're together, but they they didn't have to be together all the time. And now through this pandemic, they've had to, to learn how to adjust. And you know, I even find myself, uh, you know, with with my wife and I, uh, you know, that you know, because I've I've created my office in my formal dining room, which my wife didn't like very much in the very beginning. Uh, she's gotten used to it now, but um, but you know, I can we can sometimes hear each other, you know, in in separate rooms, and so there are things that you have to adjust to. Uh, now, where where it comes to life work balance for me, being in my sixties. And, and starting this business, you know, one of the things that I've had to do is to figure out those times, you know, because we have time that we have our grandchildren, we have 13 of them. So it's almost like, you know, any given time, especially during the summer, you know, we're going to have, we have grandchildren here all the time. You know, not all of them all the time, but we have one or two or three or four of them here all the time, it seems like. And so uh, it's actually, you know, because when you get into a routine and what I what I found was is it was easy for me to keep my focus when I had an office to go to. And, And that was a good thing. But it was also a bad thing. Uh, where it was a good thing was is I could keep my focus and I knew where, you know, because I, 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 I was there for a purpose and it was to get a job done. And uh, But I was away from my family and I was away from my daughters or my son-in-laws or my grandchildren. Uh, and so that that kept me away. So then when I was here... I had to adjust to learning how to run a business, yet having you no know, grandchildren running in and out of the door, which I think because of the pandemic and because of everything that's been going on, I think people are more um, um, tolerant because they're facing it themselves. 
you know, you and I were talking about our dogs, right? You know, well, my dog's laying here right next to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, of course, she's 14 years old, and so she's deaf, so she'll probably just sleep through the whole thing. But, you know, those are things that, that in the past would have been, in the business world, unacceptable. But today it's becoming more and more acceptable. Uh, but as far as the, the balance is what I've had to to learn is because I do get so focused on what it is that I'm doing that I, and my wife and I were talking about this the other day, where I said I I was feeling a little bit guilty because, you know, when the grandchildren are here, I want to be with them, but I feel like there are things that I need to get done at the office where, Mm -hmm. so, um, so the pandemic has been kind of a, a blessing and a curse at the same time as far as life work balance. Um, but I do think it's very important, uh, especially, you know, uh, and, and it doesn't matter what age you are. I, I think it's important for us that when we're working, we're working, but when we're with our family, we're with our family, you know, Absolutely. and, um, for me, being older, uh, that's very important because, you know, um, you know, as, as you're and you know, you're, you're a best-selling author and, and, and so am I. I, I've been in a couple of books and, you know, one of the books that, that I was in, uh, it's called rest if you must, but don't you quit. Uh, I talk about, um, when I, when I was younger, um, that, you know, I, um, you know, of course, we all do things that we have regrets about, right? And so, um, you know, I, and, and I wrote in that book some of the things that I had regrets, re- regrets about, and, and I, I don't think any of us are going to be on our deathbed saying, well, you know, I wish I had spent more time doing work. You know, and so uh, I, I I think that that's very important, and and it is relevant when at my age, being over sixty, uh, because I have had regrets of things that have happened to me in my past um, that that you can't go back and you can't change, and so uh, but the only thing you can do is to move forward, and so. What I try to do is uh, when I'm working, I work, and then when my grandchildren are here, I will still work when I, when I need to work because if it's within the hours of when I need to do that. But when, when I turn off the light in my office and I walk out that door, I leave behind the office stuff and I spend the time with my grandchildren because they're only going to be the age that they are one time. And I know that's, that's very profound, right? That's true though. It's very, very true. We, they, they are only going to be that age one time. And a perfect example of that is, you know, um, my, I have a grandson, um, 
this very special to me. They're, they're all very special to me. Don't don't get me wrong. I, and if any of them hear this, I mean, I love you all the same. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I have I have this one grandchild uh, that that he came into our lives uh, when when I was have I was struggling with something very difficult in my life. And and if if you if you want to know what that is, I'm in, I'm chapter twelve and rest if you must, but don't you quit with Dick Johnson. Uh, it's on Amazon. And so to hear more, we don't have time for that story today. But he he came into my life during that very difficult time. And so, you know, and now he's twelve. And so uh every year since the time he was eight eight months old, uh we went trick or treating with him and then when his brother came, his brother. This year, he wanted to go with his friends, and we weren't invited. <laughs> and, and so my wife Aren't and them I growing went out. up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on Halloween night, my wife and I went to dinner, and and I told her I I, I looked at her and I said, "Are you not having as much difficulty with this as I am?" <laughs> and, and because uh, I, I I really felt, you know, uh, like I was missing something. And, you know, because we've, we've been there for 12 years, that was a, that was a tradition. That was something that we had done every single year. And so uh, to to me, that's a perfect example. And it, and it does show. And, you know, in my mind, I thought that that was going to go on forever. And, you know, and being 60, I should know better than that. But, but I think we're all kids at heart. And so, you know, we we all we all have these ideas in our head as to how things are going to go, but to that point, it's you know we we need to enjoy our children, and we need to enjoy our grandchildren, uh, where they are in their lives and being a part of it, and not just being there, but being a part of their lives. So when they do get older. And um, they uh, um, that they'll look back and they'll they'll they will remember the times that you were there with them. You don't want them to remember the times that they were there, but you were in your office doing things that are going to pass away anyway. And the same thing, um, and that was beautiful, Rod. And we do have about two and a half minutes until break, but because I think that's so true. You want, and so so many people, and I was one of them for a long time, that I just, all I did was focus on work. But also knowing when I started my virtual business back in 2005, people laughed at me. But my main goal was I wanted to be home for my son because I always had to put him in daycare when he was young. And he was going, I think he was in eighth grade at that time. And um, I said, because I never missed a game that he had, but I said, this way at least I can keep an eye on him, you know, and I can be there for him, go to all the games without Because I didn't want somebody having their finger on me saying, no, you can't. I, d- I don't want to ask any more permission, put it that way. So working uh-huh. that work life and then to say you know have people tell me I was going to fail I'm like well that just made it that just made it more fun because then I just worked harder to um 
say, no, this isn't going to fail. Even though that was a virtual business back in 2005 before social media, but also the fact that, you know, when you find your why, your why becomes everything to keep that business going. And also then to have that work-life balance and being able to, you know, cut off the time that you're done working and then go spend it with your family. And now, of course, yeah. during the pandemic, everybody is more accepting. And, you know, if I'm on a Zoom call and I got to let my dog out, you know, they're fine with that. Actually, that kind of almost makes it more like you're more of a person too, right? Because yeah. Yeah. now they see you at your home and they see you, you know, if you got kids or dogs or animals, whatever the case may be. So that was really good, Ron. And I like I love that because the kids or the grandchildren are only going to be this age for one time in their life. And then they they unfortunately are good also that they get older. We want everybody to stay little. I know I do for um, forever, but it's also great to see them grow up and, you know, get on with their wonderful lives. So when we come back after break, uh, we're going to talk more about all this. And then also, you know, I might possibly have a question from somebody that I know that's um, getting out of work. Uh, They've laid her off. So I know she has a question for you as well. So when we come back after break, we're going to ask that question and then, um, yeah, talk more with Ron. And for Ron's website, it's rlvirtualleads.com. So if you're in the insurance business, I mean, that definitely is um, a wonderful website to go to. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit joehosman.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now, back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my wonderful guest today, Ron Jones. Oh, my goodness. Um, Such valuable, valuable information. And starting a business, it doesn't matter what age you are when you want to start a business, but, you know, we just got got done talking and I think this was so powerful about 
about that work-life balance. And I know when I first started my business, man, I was working all, back in 2005. I was working late, late hours, um, trying to do everything myself, which is good or bad, depending on how you look at it. But really, when I decided to turn off the clock at five o'clock, I was done. And when I decided to make that switch, when I just was done at five o'clock, man, did my business, my business even exploded because of the fact that, and I just, I put boundaries and you just have to make those boundaries for your life and your business. And, um, the thing is, it, it all just comes together. It really does. So I have a question, Ron, from somebody, sure. a good friend of mine. I'm not supposed to say her name, Jan, um, but I, I will ask her question. Um, so she is 60, and she got is going to be, um, I don't know, downsized, terminated, whatever you call it, um, from her job because they are her that that business is moving on to another state. So she's asking, what are some first things to think about when wanting to start a business? Because she's thinking, sure. you know, she's just starting to think about all that. So what are some first things to think about? Yeah, and I mentioned, I mentioned earlier, first of all, do something that you're passionate about. I mean, because you only, we, we do only live once. And, you know, even though 60 is young, I mean, my grandmother died uh, just as, this year and she was 102. So, you know, I figure I've got another 40 years to go, but, mm-hmm. but we don't ever, we don't really know. So, you know, d- don't do something that you don't really want to do, especially when you are 60, you have that, <laughs> you, you have that right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so you definitely, you definitely want to do something that you're passionate about. But, you know, I would also say, you know, because we all have these things in our head that we want to do. And, and I mentioned that also earlier, but, you know, we have these things and, you know, just because we have something in our head that we think is a good idea, uh, sometimes it's good to reach out to other people and ask their opinion. Now, keeping in mind that when you're asking your, their opinion, you know, you have to take their answer, whatever it is, and then you have to decipher from that opinion, you know, that, you know, out of, you take out of it what you want, and then you ask several people, but, but, and then you can take the different things from the different people. Uh, you know, a, a, a good example of that is, uh, one of, one of our good friends, Joe, that's in, in the inner circle. And he is one of the fave fives for me. And um, we, we were talking this week, and he brought up an issue uh, that I had never thought about. But because we were, you know, I, I just didn't keep it in my head, and I was asking for his advice on something, he brought up an issue that can really be a game changer. And so I would say to reach out, do your research, but don't, you know, don't do too much research because, you know, that if, you, you know, that paralysis of analysis, you know, can kill you because you've got to get out there and you've got to do it. So, you know, and it goes back to, to Jim Rohn again. You know, he said it all starts, it all starts with an idea. Then once you have that idea, start, start building on it. 
you know, I have a whiteboard in front of me, and and I'm constantly writing on that whiteboard because when I get an idea, I'll just go write it randomly on that board, and and then I go through that process and I start asking people um, that I that I trust uh, about particularly if it's about that subject you know, to ask them their opinion about it because you can, you know, we can't live on an island and we can't be successful on an island. We need other people's help. And and if you'll reach out to them, they will give you the advice. Uh, they'll, they'll give you advice. Like I say, it's not necessarily you don't have to take everything, but it can help you and it can also give you more ideas. But if I could say one thing that you have to do, and that's to take action. Absolutely. And I would also add, um, ask advice of people who have also done it, who are successful yeah. at it, you know, and what what they've learned so far and what they did even um, that might not have worked for them, but maybe it worked mm-hmm. for her, you know, stuff like that. And um, that's what I did um, when I started business too. And I know if I haven't done my research and I haven't done what, you know, due diligence it might not work out because if I just right. kind of throw caution to the wind and just go, I'm just like, so uh, great advice. Uh, I, you know, wholeheartedly, you know, accept that and, you know, say, yes, definitely. These are definitely things to do because, but taking action, I think fear is such a big thing for people. And um, I think once you take action, you, you win those small little um, small little wins and you win those goals. Um, it just brings on to bigger and bigger goals. And I think the same way with you, when you um, met with that person earlier this week, that was something you hadn't even thought about. But now that you've thought about it, you've probably written it on your whiteboard and say, okay, we need to make this, you know, make this happen. So um, I can, sometimes you just hear something and it just clicks and you're like, yeah, that's, that's it. That's what, you know, need to be doing. So I also want to talk about, Ron, about me working with you because you had posted in our inner circle that you were looking for somebody to come on your team. And again, just something clicked for me. Um, I'm like, hey, you know what? I got to reach out to Ron, just ask him about this because this seems really interesting to me. So I'm really glad that I did and that you took the initiative to post it, first of all, and then I took the initiative Again, taking that action to get to the uh, mm-hmm. next results. So I'm very appreciative of that as well. You have a fantastic team. Uh, well, besides me. <laughs> I mean, the rest of the team is fantastic. <laughs> you you but, are awesome, too. Yep. But we have but an awesome team. But the team is fantastic. We really and do. You really have put together a wonderful, wonderful team. And for that, I'm very appreciative as well. Because, you know, and um, I'm, I'm fine with saying this. It's very God-centered. It's, you know, before our meeting um, that we pray. I love that. I think that is just, I think that is a true blessing, especially when, yep. you know, teamwork makes a dream work, and that really is what's happening. Yeah. So kudos to you well, for Joe, putting that team together. Well, thank you for saying that. And, you know, that is the other advantage that, that you have when you're older. You know, when you're younger, you know, you you... <laughs> Uh, really, it's kind of it, it, it's kind of the opposite of what you would think. When you're younger, yeah. you take 
you, you know, you're, you're, you're a little bit more cautious because you're raising a family and you're doing all those things. But when you get older, then you can kind of, you, you can take those risks that you weren't willing to take when you were younger because, and this really applies to anyone as well, but it seems to be easier to do when you're older. At least it has been for me because I'm, I'm kind of at that place where, you know, I, I, I don't care if somebody doesn't like what it is that I'm doing. I you know, know me it, too. That's the best part. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love so, that about you know, being older. It, I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, it's just like like you mentioned about the prayer. You know, I I want this company to be a God centered company, and uh, because that's very important to me, and that's very important in my life. And there there was a time in my life that I wouldn't start our meetings off with prayer, and of teams that I had. And because I was afraid that I, that you, you mentioned earlier, fear. You know, I had that fear that I was going to offend somebody or that I, I might lose money because of offending somebody that was generating an income, especially when you have a team, you know, of people, you know, the, you, and your, your part of your income is, based on their income and what they're generating, you know, sometimes you don't want to offend people. But then when you do get to to this age, you kind of realize, well, you know what, do you really want them in your lives or on your team anyway, if they're, if they're opposed to such such a fundamental belief? Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and that's how I, I, First of all, yeah, we don't care as much, but I really do. That, you know, that has always been a big thing in my life. But when I was younger, I was, I talked about it, but I was probably too scared to talk about it um, until somebody bring it up. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, then I am, you know. But now I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> and it's really, yeah. <laughs> it really is a blessing because when you can run your business the way you want to run it, then that takes on a whole new level, too. And, you know, you yeah. want it to be God-centered, and it is. And um, we have a we have a local hospital here that's Christian, and every morning I don't remember what time it is seven a.m. or something they pray, and then mm-hmm. throughout the day they'll have prayers in the in the rooms. If you want to listen to it, you certainly don't have to, but that's another reason why you know I like that hospital for that reason. And so yeah. I appreciate that That's with awesome. you, Ron, and I, I thank you so much for telling that. So unfortunately, we're getting to the end of the show. I wish we weren't, but we are. So what I ask yeah. all my guests, and I, sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I love doing it this way. Um, if you have any last parting words for the worldwide audience, and um, you have said so much today, and I love that, but you know, if you have any last parting words that um, you would like to give today to the worldwide audience, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, and and it, I, I did mention it before, but I think it's worth mentioning again. I think that of of the the and time fly, fly time is going to fly by. I mean, it, it's amazing to me to think that I'm 62 years old. But um, the most important thing is uh, is that. We spend quality time 
with the people that we love and um, that everything else is going to go away. But when you're, you're gone and when, when I, when I'm dead and I'm gone, the one thing, the legacy that I would like to leave for my children and for my grandchildren is for them to say, I know that he loved me. I know that he had an interest in me and that he cared about what I thought and he cared about me. And so I I would say that above anything else that um, you, you spend time with your family. Amen to that. And also, you know, at the end say, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, yeah. that that true is also a blessing. So, Ron, thank you so much today. And how can people get a hold of you? Um, for, you, you don't have to give an email if you don't want to. If you want to, that's great. But no, also, why don't mind. you go ahead and give, yeah, give your website and email. Yeah, so you, you've mentioned the website. You know, yeah. you, can, you, you can go to our website. It's RO Virtual. Recruiting leads. It's RO Virtual Recruiting. It's RO Virtual Leads. RO <laughs> Any of those. And uh, my email address is really my personal email address. I've had it for a long time, and I know that I'll get your get your email, and that that's rjones08 at att.net. And so, yeah, I would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, and. Uh, any, anybody that uh, would would like either one of the books that um, I've I've been so blessed to be a part of, one of them is Life Defining Moments, and that was with Kyle Wilson, and uh, the other one is Rest If You Must But Don't You Quit. Uh, if you send me an email, I'll send you a uh, signed copy and actually mail it to you. Perfect. So, That's awesome. Thank you so much, Ron. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming on today and listening to this awesome show. And yeah, if you want to get a hold of Ron, just go ahead and send him that email. And then, yeah, if you want one of those books, that's even better. So thank you, Ron, for that. That's wonderful. So always and remember, ladies and gentlemen, to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. You can also check out my website, joehosman.com, or you can email me if you'd like to get a hold of Ron. And then I can send it off to him as well. But always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today and be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. We never know what people are going through. And you know what? A smile is free. So give a smile to somebody today and be a blessing. And have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.